Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl, and I wanted to do a podcast right now about my life as a mystic. I wanted to talk about what it is like um, every single day is so interesting. When I first, and I didn't even know what it was that I was, I I really didn't know. I remember starting to get these, well, I had been getting impressions for years. I called them my messages from my sentient friends. I had shared in previous podcasts about hearing these messages and from beings um, that I believe to be angelic um, energies of some sort. Some of them I believe that I know that were um, in my life that had passed into non-physical. So I believe I hear from my loved ones that are non-physical, but some of them I don't, I don't know that I actually knew them in physical form. So some of them I perceive to be angels and sentient beings that, um, for some reason, are are in my proximity, and they send me these impressions. Sometimes they are visual, like they are in pictures and sometimes they are in words. <clears throat> and and then what started to happen was they started to be in numbers and symbols and these things called synchronicities. Synchronicity is the weirdest thing that I had ever started to experience. And I, they were, they were fairly slow. I mean, I would have them in in a little bit more regular basis for, for years. Like I started to see the numbers 11 every day. Like it seemed like I would look at the clock and 11 or I would see the number 11 in different places. Like I started to. I would go to my favorite place to eat and the total would be $11.11, <clears throat> which if you think about it is really, really, really a strange thing. I mean, the chance of it being $11.11 is really kind of a weird idea. <clears throat> and so I started to see 11s everywhere, but I started to get these really weird synchronicities um, in these happenings and 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 I really tried to like like reason it away like what is this like and it and it was so profound and so often that there was no way that there was such a thing as coincidence there was no possible way that these were coincidences. I mean, it just, 
the impossibility of it being a coincidence. Like, for example, yesterday, just yesterday, um, I was driving along and I saw, I started recently, I've been noticing these triple numbers on license plates. Well, not just on license plates, like on, on everything, <laughs> like, um, on the speedometer of my car, on the gallons to empty in my car, I would look up and there would be a three, 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 or yesterday there was a nine, nine, nine on my, on my, um, on my odometer, I think it's called, that keeps the mileage on my car. I would see um, triple numbers on license plates, on signs, on totals. Like my um, paycheck would have four fours in it. My um, my energy bill was a hundred and eleven dollars. I mean, it, it just they come to me so often that I'm, I'm really, really, really like have come to be that it is habitual thing that daily these things happen. Yesterday I'm driving along and I see a license plate that has the same name as my great nephew and is spelled exactly the same way. Um, and then around the same time, I sent a picture to my daughter of these, these um, aloe and succulent cactus that one of the moms that I was going to visit had sent me. I sent it to my daughter and I said, look at what a mom, or I left her a message on her phone that... I had gotten these, oh, actually, no, I'm incorrect. I had talked to a mother about about PA school because my daughter was considering becoming a physician's assistant. And she had told me that she worked for the donation, the donor donation, and they harvested basically body parts like eyes they would harvest eyes and skin and um, body parts from basically cadavers. And I had left a message on my daughter's machine on her voicemail. And so as I left the message on her voicemail, she sent me a text that was talking about harvesting some of the parts of my plants so that she could harv- she could have that plant in her place. The word harvesting, I had just left a message about harvesting body parts and she had um had sent me a text about harvesting a plant. There was another time where I sent my daughter an emoji of a an urban outfitters Polaroid camera. And she told me that that was the only day she had ever taken her Polaroid camera to work. Or the other time where I was doing a podcast on food and she texted me a question about how to make macaroni and cheese. These really, really weird, like, 
you know, and sometimes it's been, um, you know, as people have suggested that um, I'm being followed on my phone, I'm being listened to on my phone, and and that's why this is happening, but it's not, there's just no possible way that it's from my phone. Because it's my daughter, these things were happening in real, you know, they were happening in not on my phone. It wasn't always on my phone. In fact, if you, if the times that I have shared just now, they were outside of my phone. They, they weren't on my phone. And so I know, like I had one recently that I was wondering if there's a possibility that YouTube is listening to me because I had been sharing with my sister about, about this joke that I had, um, I'm going to be a second grade teacher. And I had made, told the children, I don't want to turn into the red queen from, um, Alice in Wonderland. I said, I want to stay Alice. I don't want to be the red queen. And I was sharing that with my sister. And then this, this thing popped up on my, a notification on my, on my YouTube about a red queen. <laughs> now that may have been an instance. I don't know. Cause I do, I started to notice many years ago, I had shared with this guy, I was dating this guy who was like, he was really smart. He had a PhD in philosophy and I, I really kind of liked this guy. And then I stopped dating him. <laughs> I had shared with him that the universe was like Pandora. That the universe was like Pandora. And through a process of thumbs up, we get, like, I had the stations that I had on my Pandora were almost nearly always only what I wanted to listen to. And I had done this on my Facebook as well. I had my Facebook account to a point where I only got content that I wanted to see. Through a process of of blocking things I didn't want to see or content I didn't want to see, I had this down to only getting what I did want to see. And I think there is this a logarithm in the universe where, where we, through a process of giving a thumbs up, you know, so to speak to the universe of things that we actually want to experience, we continue to get more of that. So there is this idea that I had gotten from Abraham Hicks about milking the positive. That when something happens that is desired, we just milk it. We just milk it for all it's worth. And we just, Esther Hicks was talking about how she and Jerry, they would go to a restaurant and they would sit and they would 
talk about they would get something that they really really liked like I don't know what it was but they would just talk about it over and over again how they just loved that and wasn't that just the greatest thing ever and how they wanted to order that again and they just they just liked it and they talked about all the aspects about it that they really liked and they just kept talking about it and talking about it and talking about it and I've been doing that I've been doing that I've been I've been just milking it like when I've been in in alignment when I've had my satellite dish attuned to that to that to God when I have had my satellite dish attuned to that which is good that which is wonderful that which is positive that which is abundant I have been milking it like I have been having these checks come to me these checks and this money this money just sort of coming out of nowhere and these ideas about how to make more money and it's just been coming to me and money has been coming to me more easily and my income has been increasing and I have been just so enjoying the idea of this money coming to me and that this being the year of a abundance for all of us and I've been thinking about this just just this idea of it's just more money is just coming and coming and how much I absolutely love money I love money I love it I love 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 when I find like a $20 bill in my pocket that I didn't know that I had I love when I just discover that I already had the money that I look at my bank account and there was more money in the bank account than I was expecting. I just love what that's like. I just love being able to pay off, pay off things. I was like remembering in these times in my life where I've received large sums of money and I was able to, to pay this bank that had lent me money, that had trusted me to lend me money for a period of time knowing that I would that I was good for it and I was going to pay it off and I loved what it felt like to pay write that check and send it in the mail and have that paid off I just love what it feels like I love what that feels like I love being the source I love being able to give my children money I love going to the grocery store and being able to buy all of their favorite things to buy my son his Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I absolutely love that to buy the fish food ice cream or the cinnamon bun ice cream that he enjoys eating. I like being able to buy my other son his favorite, favorite, favorite things. He really likes macaroni and cheese. He likes especially the kind that has the pepperonis in it. That's like this pepperoni pizza type that I always buy at Trader Joe's. I just love being able to buy him that. I absolutely love these synchronicities. I love it when they happen. I love it when I look up and I see a hawk. Hawks are a sign from God for me. When I look up and I see a hawk, I just know that the universe is talking to me through these animals. Sometimes I look over and there's this blue bird. I see this blue bird. It just flies right over my car. And I know that that blue bird is a blue bird of happiness. It's like a blessing right there to me. I just know, I just know when I see these, these synchronicities, when I'm thinking about a person and they have an assigned number, like there's a special person in my life and his number is 555. And when I see a 
Jacob, I think of him. When I'm thinking about him and I look over and I see a 555, I know it is a sign from the universe about him. I just know. And I have received so many, so many blessed synchronicities about him. I'll be thinking about something and then a notification comes on my phone about him. In particular, a notification comes about him with his name, an idea about him. It just comes. I just, I love it when that happens. And this is what started happening for me. It started happening for me more and more and more and more. And through a process, through a process. And sometimes, sometimes I'm not entirely sure exactly what is going on with this. I had written about this in my book and I had shared a little bit about this in my YouTubes about there are times where I haven't entirely been sure that I was actually alive. I didn't know if I was alive. I didn't know if I was dead and didn't know it. I didn't know if I was in a coma because things were so weird things in my reality were so weird. And that was when I learned that everyone really is in their own reality. Everyone is in their own reality. And I just knew it. I knew that everyone was in their own reality. I used to think that there was this objective reality. Like people say there's my truth and your truth and then there's the truth. And I'm actually not entirely sure that that is true. That there is this objective truth. I'm not entirely sure about that. Because there can actually be no no reality without the, the awareness of the reality. Except for the possibility, what's coming to mind for me right now is the possibility of consciousness itself. Perhaps there is consciousness itself, which is observing, which is constantly observing events, observing events. But so I I started to see the the um the strangeness of time itself like the understanding that clocks are really necessary you know and it's really kind of a cool thing you know our day is like separated by the sun comes up the sun goes down and times in between that so that we can organize our lives or else we couldn't it would be really challenging for us to actually function in a day to like be able to pick our children up from school you know to to be on places and places at the same time it would be really challenging if we didn't have quote-unquote time but they're really Outside of that, there really is no time as we think of it. That everything is this ever present now. 
this just now that life is like this series of consecutive nows, sort of like what's coming to mind or film, these snapshot, these snapshots of nows that make up our life times. But also the multidimensionality of people, of things, that there's all these dimensions going on. And I'm not entirely sure that timelines not, are, are not all going on at the same time as well. And we're not aware of them because we cannot, the way that our brains are work, work are really a nice thing because I can't even imagine being able to perceive multiple timelines or multiple dimensions. But I believe that that is what started to happen for me over the summer of 2018. And on top of, on top of each other, I started to perceive or possibly be not, not infinite, but multiple timelines, multiple dimensions enough to be able to perceive it, but to also the madness of it, like, like the madness of it. It was so crazy making, like I could not, I I was barely functional. I'm just going to say it like that. I was barely functional. I I was having these messages coming at me at such a rate that I, I couldn't make heads or tails out of it. And I didn't know what to act on. I didn't know what. And because there were multiple possibilities, I was seemingly crazy by the people around me because <clears throat> I was acting on all of these possibilities. And, and I... I was <laughs> like so much was going on that was just quite unbelievable. So, and I'm just going to share a few of them just to give you an example. These were just <clears throat> just a few out of so many that I that I can't even remember all of them. They they sort of just I I, get, I still get, oh yeah, that happened too. Oh yeah, that happened too. Because there were so many, I, I couldn't keep up with it. But <clears throat> so I was trying to find out how to make a living without going back into the matrix because I didn't really want to go back into this cycle of living that I had been my whole life beating the drum of going to work for a paycheck and... So I was trying to find a different way to make a living and I had gotten this supposed opportunity to put a um a advertising wrap on my car and make two thousand dollars a month doing that. So I w- this had I believe come on my phone and it seemed really legitimate. It was for a like sun tea. So 
I had gotten back with these people and got given them enough information about myself that they had sent me a check. They had FedExed me a check in the mail for $2,000. So I had, um, and then I asked him, you know, what do I do with this check? So I had gone and I had put it in my bank. I had deposited, they said, well, we will send you the wrap after the check clears. So I put this, this um, check in the mail and I'm not really sure what's going on with it, but I don't spend the money. I don't spend any of the money, but on Monday, I, and, I, and I'm not sure I'm going to tell this story totally correctly, but I had been banking at my bank for over 10 years. So I had a long history with this bank and I really, really enjoyed banking at this place. And I was friends with the tellers. I was pretty good friends with the tellers. And um, so I go in on a Monday and I, it turns out that the, the check was fraudulent. So I, and then I'm still getting all of these other opportunities, but I remember accidentally like talking to somebody behind and they evidently went to the bank manager about me talking about this fraudulent check and, um, and that I had other opportunities coming at me and I was having a hard time telling basically what, what was legitimate and what wasn't. And I'm, I'm just going to be real about it. I was having a hard time doing that, but I had written a check to myself from my mother's bank and I'd asked her about it. And she said that I could write this check. So I write this check to myself from my mother's bank account and I deposit it on a Friday and it, but I don't have any access to the money. And then on Monday, I go in to talk to them about the fact that I had no access to the money over the weekend. I go in and talk to them and the branch manager takes me into his, his office. So I go into his office and he actually gets on the phone with someone else. I don't know who this woman was, but they put a hold on my account and I didn't have access to any money. And I, I somehow I was able to buy food for my children, but just barely. And I was really angry that they had done this. I mean, I had a 10 year history with this bank and I, yes, I did deposit a fraudulent check. I did not know it was fraudulent at the time. I didn't know it was fraudulent at the time that I deposited it. And I, I, um, and I, the second check that I put in was clearly not fraudulent. It was not a fraudulent check. And I was really angry because I didn't have money to feed my children because they had put a hold on my money. They did not give me access to my money. What they ended up doing was they ended up putting a freeze on my account and I could not deposit any 
checks into my account. And so what ended up happening was I had to change banks. I couldn't bank there anymore. And I ended up um, having to put, um, to take my money over to another account, which affected my son's social security. This is just so crazy. And in the interim, I'm going through this separation from my husband, a man that I really, really loved very dearly. But anyway, I, I, I'm going through this separation and I'm, I cannot afford to pay the whole, um, uh, insurance payment with my insurance. So I call my insurance company and I ask them if I can just pay my portion of of the insurance money for that quarter. And in the process, we're talking about getting my former spouse off of the insurance policy. So I'm texting my former spouse and this is going back and forth. It's really a long story that I don't want to get into, but I think it's all taken care of. Also, at the same time, my mail is a mess. My mail is a mess and my mail is going to my old address. It's not going to my new address, even though I I go and I'm trying. So the mail is all amok. So the mail is all amok. So I end up paying my portion, like I said I would, of the insurance. What ends up happening in the next month is that my former spouse gets different insurance. He may have let me know, but at the time I I was in like this time work. I'm in this multi, I'm, I'm like, I'm not functioning very well in society. I'm just going to admit that. And what ends up happening is my insurance, I don't have insurance for about three months. I mean, three weeks. For three weeks, I do not have insurance. This is just so crazy. In the same time, my car, I'm parking my car by my son's soccer field. My car gets, my windshield gets shattered, like shattered beyond by a soccer ball. So I take my, my thinking that I have insurance, I take my car over to my, my, a place in town that I, that I, frequent and I know this guy and I want him to change because I'm trying to give him business. So I take my, my, my car over to get my windshield and then I get told that I don't have insurance, that the insurance isn't covering the windshield. So I go to the insurance company. What do you mean I don't have insurance? Well, they had sent me a notice, but it didn't come to me. The notice didn't come to me. It went to my former address because my mail is all messed up. So this affects my car loan over at the credit union, the bank. So I have not only have I been frozen out of my account, I have to change banks. My son doesn't have access to his social security money. And and my, my car loan is in peril because I don't have insurance on um, the car has gone lapsed. And during this time, I actually have done nothing. 
I have not really done anything fraudulent. I deposited a check in my account that I thought was a legitimate check and I didn't spend any of that money. So the bank was actually not out any money because I didn't spend any of the $2,000 check that ended up being fraudulent. So I did not do anything fraudulent. I didn't, I paid my portion of the insurance payment, but my insurance went awry. It was just this series of happenings that, and then it led to me having to pay out of my pocket for a windshield. All these things happened at the same time. Okay, and then on top of it, I'm trying to go through this name change. In in my last marriage, I had changed my name and I all I really cared about was my name change. So, I can't get I can't do anything with my son's social security number. I can't there's so many things that I can't do. I can't like setting up my new checking account in my given name all this stuff is predicated on my my name change this is so nuts so this is taking forever with the court it's the only thing that I really cared about and so I had gone in and I told her well I really need my name changed so she said that in two weeks I could go down to the court to get the documentation for my name change. So I go down to the court and she didn't sign the document. It was there, but she didn't sign it. So it had to go back. I mean, it was just like this series of events that the way that it went down was just so weird. It was just the weirdest, weirdest, weirdest time. I cannot even say how bizarre it was. Um, But it just seemed to kind of slow down, although I have still, and I am going to end this podcast pretty quickly, but I wanted to kind of share some of these like weird instances that were just kind of on top of each other where nothing had, had been happening It was just like this series of almost like events that were seemingly negative, like all on top of each other. And it was just so weird. I could not have even come up with how it all went down. Um, But anyway, I'm going to share more of this in the future, future podcasts. But I just wanted to start sharing with you guys what it has been like to live in this different type of reality. Anyway, I will be back. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. And that's a wrap.